Welcome to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog guardians. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm a certified professional dog trainer and I take my 10 years of training experience and I share easy to implement dog training advice with an emphasis on kindness and compassion. Welcome. I'm so excited to share more. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. Happy New Year to you. It's crazy. It's 2023 already. Oh my goodness. So I hope you all enjoyed the case study episodes. Reactive Redefined is open for enrollment until January 9th. So if your dog struggles with lunging, barking, just kind of being extra at other dogs, people, skateboards, bikes, kids, Reactive Redefined was designed literally for you. We have coached hundreds of teams through Reactive Redefined and we are really, we're just so pumped to get to know a new round of teams and support you all on your training journeys. I know that living and caring for, uh, living with and caring for a reactive dog can be a lot. So we want to support you. Okay. So you have until January 9th to enroll in reactive redefined, and we won't be holding another round until April. So if you'd like to start 2023 off on the right foot and just put in some time and energy into your reactive dog, please join us. So in today's episode, I want to kind of fill you guys in on how life has been around here, and I want to talk about a concept that seems really simple, but I think it's something that doesn't get executed on a lot, and that is uh, just being nice to puppies, just being nice to puppies. It's it's so simple, but I think that uh, people are not doing it, and it's causing problems. So. Uh, my husband and I took a little trip. We went to Mexico and got some sunshine and the dog stayed with our family. This is our first long extended time away from spicy. We were gone for a week and it was, it was hard. Shout out to my mother-in-law, Cindy, who walked spicy and Waylon stayed with my sister-in-law, Holly. We're very grateful to have amazing family members who can watch the dogs while we're gone. Um, as you can imagine, spicy has grown a lot in that time, um, and I, I am really pumped because spicy has honestly been so easy. And I kind of, I kind of pause there because I don't say that lightly, right? Like an easy puppy is not something that I think is going to be realistic for everyone, right? Like puppies are hard work. They're a lot of work. But I think the reason I can say that spicy is easy is because my expectations were totally realistic when she came and I knew exactly what to expect and anticipate. But I think that when Waylon came into our lives, those of you who are new to this podcast and maybe you don't know me and you kind of don't know my story, I want to back up and tell you just a little bit because this, my perception of raising dogs is very different, right? Because raising, raising Waylon was much different circumstances than it's been raising Spicy. So when Waylon came into our lives, we had two dogs at the time, Tiva, who um, was the most glorious dog that ever lived. I could cry thinking about the fact she's not with us anymore, but I won't do that to you today. Um, and then we had another male Amstaff called Sunny, who I loved. Oh God, I adored that dog, but he could be very dog aggressive. Okay. So we knew that bringing a puppy into our lives was going to require a high level of management, right? We couldn't just like let the dogs be loose together. I know a lot of you follow us over on the gram and you've seen how Waylon has just been like the most superstar puppy raiser of all time. And we're so blessed with that. But Tiva was like that with Waylon, but Sunny wasn't. So when Waylon came into our lives, Waylon had to 
be confined a lot. So there's a lot of ex-pens and baby gates and stuff like that in his life. And I think because of that, raising Waylon was much harder. In addition to Waylon being a different personality type, both Waylon and Spicy are the same breed. They are American Staffordshire Terrier. So there's some breed tendencies in there. But when we raised Waylon, there was just a much higher level of management because he couldn't just be loose in the house. And I think that that, in addition to Waylon just being a little bit more of a free spirit, Raising Waylon was really difficult. It was very challenging. There was really no point where I'd be like, oh, he's such an easy puppy. Like, I never thought that. <laughs> I thought that he was really difficult. But this time around, we don't have to use a lot of management, right? While we have been crate training Spicy and she is she does have experience with confinement, we haven't had to use that a lot because honestly, she can be out and she's pretty good about playing with the dogs or her toys. It's not that she's not like biting and chewing on things that we don't want her to, but it's just not like a super high level of that. And as you can imagine, this is something that I think about a lot, right? Like, okay, so why is spicy so easy? And I think that the reason that spicy is easy, in addition to, you know, just being her own self, is that we haven't had to ask her to be confined a lot. We haven't had to ask her to be away from us a lot. We've had an abundance of time to be with Spicy. And I think because of that, Spicy has been really easy. But I think above all else, we have just been nice. We've literally just been nice to spicy we haven't been yelling at her we haven't been scolding her that doesn't mean that she doesn't need to be redirected um away from things we don't want her to do she's still a puppy right like she still bites she still you know steals things and and does things that society would probably label as naughty but instead of responding to those things by yelling at her and scolding her we haven't done any of that really at all um, and I think that that's because one, my partner and I are probably more patient human beings than we were six years ago when we raised Waylon. The circumstances are different. And, you know, I think that society has this misinterpretation about like, we can't let puppies do more normal puppy stuff because they're going to grow up to adult dogs that are brats and they can't be reasoned with. And I, I, I just, nothing could be further from the truth. Um, Spicy is almost five months old, right? So she's still young. We're still in the early phases. We're still going to re reach teenage dumb where she's probably going to be a little bit more challenging. But I think that because we have chosen to be patient, kind, and nice to Spicy, it's paying off tenfold. She listens really well. She's very easy to redirect. Um, she is very people focused. She is quick to check in with us. She's quick to stay close. I think that that's equal parts who she is as an individual and the influence that we have given her. Spicy came from an intentional breeding. So both of her parents are very well-balanced, happy, adjusted behaviorally and physically sound dogs, which I know plays a role in this. That is not everything, but we cannot deny the role the genetics play in all of this. And I think that so many of my puppy clients come to me and they're mad, right? Like they're frustrated with the puppy. Like, oh my God, I can't get her to do this. They're constantly doing this X, Y, and Z. 
And so much of that is just people having unrealistic expectations of what it is to live with a puppy and then being frustrated and resenting the puppy about it. And that manifests itself in a relationship built on frustration, not just for you, but also for your puppy. And in, you know, reflecting back, I think that that's a lot of what happened between Waylon and I because of our life and because of having Sunny in this house, Waylon had to be confined a lot. And I think there was probably a level of like, frustration on my part because it was very challenging. It is not something I would do again. It was so difficult to manage Sunny and Waylon and I would never ask that of a puppy again, but you know what? That was our life and we did the best that we could. But I think that that caused some friction and tension between Waylon and I basically from day one. And while I did my best to socialize the hell out of him and give him a kick-ass life, even though he had to be confined a lot in our house, it it built, right? And as Waylon aged, that caused a lot of friction between the two of us. And that's something that my partner and I have been really intentional about with Spicy is not being dicks to the puppy unnecessarily, (laughs) right? And realizing that if the puppy is biting a lot, it's probably because her teeth hurt. So let's give her an appropriate outlet. If she's stealing shoes, it's because she has an abundance of energy. Let's use that energy for something good. Um, And that that alone, like our mindset and, and understanding that the puppy doesn't ever have malicious intentions has made it really easy for us to be nice to her. It's made it really easy to be patient and just redirect her. And, you know, I think a lot of you are like, oh my God, you've never yelled in this puppy, <laughs> this puppy and, you know, the three months that she's been with you. And I haven't, I, I genuinely have had no need to yell at her. That doesn't mean that I haven't had to redirect her because she's biting and doing other things, right? Because she's doing that, but she is really receptive to that, right? Like she's biting at my shoe and I'm like, hey, you want to play with the toy? And she's like, yeah, that seems like a pretty good idea. Or she's like harassing Waylon and I'm like, hey, Spicy, you want to come over here and do something with me? And she's like, yeah, okay, we can do that. And, you know, I just, I, I want to emphasize that this is a case study of one in the sense that I'm talking specifically about Spicy, But also, this is my 11 years of experience coaching guardians with puppies, right? So obviously, there's no formal research to anything that I'm saying. This is a lot of our our lived experience and my experience being a professional dog trainer. But I am so encouraged by how easy and reasonable spicy is because my partner and I have been on the same page about not doing anything that society would probably label tough love and it would accept no problem. Um, And I think that we only stand to gain so much amazingness from doing this, right? By being nice to Spicy, she's learning that my partner and I are reasonable. (laughs) We're trustworthy. We're not going to turn on her. And I think that that's a mistake that I made with Waylon is because of everything that was going on in our lives and the difficulty of managing multiple dogs who can't all be loose together. I think that Waylon kind of got the short end of the stick in that, that I could be frustrated with him. And I probably was more of a dick to Waylon as a puppy than I have been to Spicy. And it's not because Waylon was a bad puppy. It's not at all. It's just different circumstances. And while Waylon also came from an intentional breeding and he came from behaviorally and physically sound adult dogs, Waylon is 
uh, a free spirit. He's, he's wilder, but that was by design, right? Like I remember having a conversation with the breeder and telling her, I want the craziest puppy. <laughs> like give me the craziest puppy because I wanted to go on and compete in agility with Waylon, which I did. I will probably do another podcast episode kind of telling more about why we don't do that anymore. But that is, is not what I wanted to talk about in today's episode, right? But for Spicy, we had the conversation with the breeder of like, we just want a pet dog. I'm not trying to do a ton of dog sports with this dog. And I think it was really just that combination of the breeder being really savvy and understanding what we wanted in a puppy and doing her best to select the puppy that fit the bill in the litter. Um, in addition to my husband partner, I know that can get confusing sometimes everyone, my my life partner, Corey, um, we have been very explicit in not being dicks to spicy. We've been very nice and that has been very intentional and she is in turn a really nice puppy. <laughs> she's very reasonable, she listens very well, she's easily re- redirected and that has made her really just a total pleasure to live with. I think we've also spent a lot more time bonding with her in really simple ways. Spicy loves to snuggle. Oh my God, y'all, my heart could explode and swim. She is just like the sweetest little snuggler. And Corey and I both have spent a lot of time and energy just bonding with her and snuggling with her and she wants to be near us. And we've given her no reason to not want to be near us, right? I think that as a society, we're mean to puppies, (laughs) Right, We scold them for things that we shouldn't scold them for. We yell at them because we're frustrated and we don't understand puppies. We expect way too much of them too soon. And we get mad and start using corrections and think that that's the only way. And if you are listening and maybe you have a puppy, maybe you're thinking about getting a puppy, I just I want to reassure for you that being nice to a puppy is going to yield a really nice adult dog. That's going to yield a relationship with an animal who trusts you, who wants to be near you. You've proven that you're trustworthy, you can be their safe place. And I think that so many of us have that intention. Of course, that was my intention with Waylon, right? But I think that Waylon learned that I could be unpredictable. I could be frustrated, I might yell at him and you know, to Waylon's credit, he is resilient as hell and he doesn't need my approval. So I don't think it impacted him the same way that some other puppies may have been impacted by that. But I think that society makes you believe that if you're too nice to the puppy, they're going to turn into like this brat of a dog. And that couldn't be any further from the truth. That's absolutely the opposite, right? If you're a dick to your dog, you're going to compromise your relationship and you're creating a lifetime of a dog who you think is always naughty and doing things you don't want them to. And I think that obviously genetics plays a role. You know, their environment, how you choose to socialize your puppy plays a role. But I think your mindset and how you view your puppy also is a big contributing factor to that. And that's something that Corey and I have been on the same page of about from the beginning, right? She's the sweetest puppy. We love her. She's the sweetest puppy. We keep saying that. And in turn, she keeps proving that she really is the sweetest puppy. And like I said, it doesn't mean that Spicy doesn't do normal puppy things. She loves to bite and tug it close. She thinks it's like a super fun game, okay? All puppies do. But instead of being a dick and scolding her, I literally just calmly redirect her. And that's all that it's taken, right? And I've taken a step back and realized that she is growing in her new teeth. She's Her body physically is growing at an exponential rate. And I'm sure that that's probably contributing to a lot of those things. So 
this episode is short and sweet and to the point. I wanted just to check in with all of you, wish you a happy 2023. I hope that you get everything you want in 2023 with your dog and your relationship just continues to grow and flourish. But I think that this is something that's been on my mind, that if you can just simply be nice to a puppy, that in and of itself is going to be hugely helpful for that puppy turning into an amazing adult dog. Like I said, we're only at five months. I'm not kidding myself. I know that, you know, she will mature and she'll probably get into some quote unquote naughty behaviors that I'm not in love with. But I think that that's not going to be nearly as drastic as it was for Waylon and I in his adolescence because I've genuinely just been nicer to spicy. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, I, I don't feel bad about what happened with Waylon because I did the best that I could. <laughs> right? Like Wayla doesn't hold grudges. I'm not going to like feel shame about that stuff. But it's as I reflect, right? I'm realizing that there were a lot of opportunities where I could have been nicer to Waylon and that probably could have alleviated some of the friction and tension between us and his adolescence. And I think because we have chosen to be really just nice to Spicy, <laughs> genuinely just nice to her, I think that that's going to alleviate and ease some of the tensions that could arise during her adolescence if we had chosen to kind of be a dick to her. So everyone, if you have a puppy or considering getting a puppy, we have a free mini course called Puppy Priorities and then we also have the full version. So go ahead and enroll in that full version and then you'll get some emails that talk a little bit more about the full version of Reactive, Re um, I'm sorry, not Reactive Redefined, the full version of Puppy Priorities. Um, but I think that Raising puppies with kindness is absolutely the way and I want to just empower all of you to choose kindness with your puppies and as always choose kindness with yourself and your dog. So everyone you have until January 9th to enroll in Reactive Redefined. If you have a podcast episode uh, topic you'd like to hear me talk about you can submit that over on the Disorderly Dogs website. If you don't already follow us on the gram at a good feeling underscore NCO, I'm on there pretty frequently posting training inspiration and whatnot almost on a daily basis. So it has been a delight to be with you all today. Happy New Year. Smooch those puppies for me and have a beautiful weekend. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you need help with your dog's behavior, you can learn more about our training services at agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. We post training inspiration and training tips almost daily over on the Instagram at agoodfeeling underscore NCO. If you like this podcast, we would be so grateful if you could share it with a friend or family member who could benefit from all of the information. Um, it's been a total delight. We love this podcast so much. And thank you so much for listening to Disorderly Dogs.